0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 71, The Languages of Love.
1: (laughs) Nice. I like that. But not yet. To start off today, we're going to talk about our parenting real life moment. And we mentioned it in our last podcast episode, but now it has happened. Our five-year-old son got his tonsils removed. And it's a doozy. It's not been fun. No. And I feel like... (laughs) I feel like the doctors didn't make a big deal out of it and I know lots of people have gotten their tonsils out but only in the paperwork where they're like this is really painful and this is going to be hard (laughs) and so I like didn't think it was going to be as hard as it was but it's been a little rough
0: here's the deal the hard part has not been the pain it's not been the tonsils it's been that the kid that got his tonsils out hates 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 medicine
1: oh so bad
0: and I had forgotten that
1: so did I. So that's why I was like, oh, it's no big deal. They're like, oh, you're going to have to get a medication like every three hours. I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. I forgot that he has always had, hated medication. Like ever since he was a baby, if he had a fever or something, we tried to give him meds. He would just scream and like spit it out. I'm like, it's just like cherry flavored ibuprofen. Yeah. Just take it.
0: <laughs> I don't know what the deal is, but he is consistent. <laughs> But the trouble is this is so bad that they say like stack the medicine. So you do alternate Tylenol and ibuprofen every three hours. And so every three hours was just like he was running away. He was hiding under beds. He was not loving it.
1: And then we were supposed to wake him up in the middle of the night to give him medication too. And that didn't go well. I mean the first two nights is okay because I think he was just so exhausted but then when he started realizing what was happening, he was so angry and he would just spit it out. And we're just like, we're just trying to help you. And he didn't want it. So it's really rough. we did the liquid we were doing liquid and he hated it. And we're like, well, maybe it's like burning his throat. So we switched to chewable ones. They have chewable children's Tylenol and ibuprofen, which I had no idea. Alan was the one who told me about it. <laughs> so if you need chewable ones, they have some.
0: <laughs> They're huge though. They're I remember big. the chewable ones were like, Smaller than a Flintstone vitamin, these are like twice the size of a Flintstone vitamin. They're hefty.
1: But you do chew them, and that's been Which should hurt
0: his throat way more, but he likes it better. that's true. Anyway, getting your tonsils out, one star would not recommend.
1: (laughs) But I think in the long run, this was a good choice. So Jack's tonsil, the ENT was shocked by how big they were. And I'm like, this guy does this surgery all the time. Like this... And he was like, those were big tonsils. And he was like, when he fell asleep, his tonsils were touching in the back of his throat. That's how big they were. So it's I'm not like, supposed to happen. Yeah, that's not supposed to happen. So I'm, I'm glad we did it. I think in the long run, this was the right move. It's just going to be, it's a hard 10 days and then he should be fine after this. But rough. It's, it's a rough surgery. So if your kid has to get tonsils out, we're sorry. And we hope that they take medication better than our kid.
0: And now for the product that we're loving. This is a product that makes parenting stink less, where we give you our honest review on a product that we hoped would change our lives. Today, when I was thinking about the products that we love, I was thinking, is there a toy that my kids have that I truly, like, genuinely 0% hate? (laughs) And I could only think of one. So this (laughs) gets maybe my only five-star review. (laughs) I love, we've done this with all of our kids except our oldest who got something similar um, from somebody else. But all of them have a stuffed animal and I love their stuffed animals. They, our oldest just barely got like away from sleeping with hers. But they love them. They sleep with them. I love that they don't make noise. (laughs) I love that they're a comfort object. I love that they last for years. Like all the things that none of our other toys do. So they are Mary Myers stuffies. Mm -hmm. They are super soft.
1: Oh, so they're like minky type. So soft,
0: super crazy soft, really durable. Even with our kids that are like hardcore stuffed animals, which we don't have that many. Like some of them are, most of them just sleep with them at night. But even the ones that towed them around, they have held up great. And they're pretty stinking cheap on Amazon
1: yeah they're under 20 bucks yeah i think i saw like most of them were like 12 to 15 dollars that's and we've tried a couple of different brands for different kids and just you know i just got one that was cute or whatever um but the mary meyer ones they've held up the best like Mm -hmm. we'll see pictures like of when our kids are babies and they have their stuffies and they're so full and fluffy and we look at them now we're like oh sad they're just kind of matted and the stuffing is, you know, squashed, but yeah. these Mary Meyer ones have are definitely the ones that have held up the best.
0: Yep. So, highly recommend. We'll send a link of the one we like. There's a lot of them out there and I haven't tried we haven't tried all of them, just this style of one. So, I can only speak for the ones we've tried, but we love them. Yeah, they're, they're great. great.
1: And Valentine's Day is coming up. These would make great Valentine gifts. That's true. For... We
0: just saw that if you order now, it'll get here before Valentine's Day.
1: There you go. We've got two weeks. Babies and toddlers. And they love these. They're so husbands.
0: Soft. Husbands.
1: <laughs> there you go. Get this stuffed animal for your husband.
0: Just dropping hints.
1: And also we wanted to just do a quick reminder to rate our podcast. If you're liking what you hear, then just go ahead and give us a little five stars. You don't even have to comment if you don't want to. Comments are great, we love those and we do read them. But if you don't have time for a comment, just give us a little five stars.
0: If you don't love it, then send us snail mail. 02134. (laughs) Send it to Zoom.
1: I I was gonna say, I hope you know that reference. You're a true millennial if you know, send it to Zoom.
0: What's the whole address? (laughs)
1: All I remember is the Boston Mass part.
0: Triple w, Z, double o, M, Zoom. We'll figure it out.
1: All I know is Boston Mass. Oh,
0: two, one, three, four. Send it to Zoom.
1: My friend moved to Boston. And I'm like, oh, please tell me that's your zip code. She's like, oh, it's not. I was like, dang it. <laughs> I was like, I would never forget. <laughs> and now for our Hot Miss Hot Minute. This is the Hot Mess Hot Minute, where we sum up our podcast episode in a minute so you can decide if this episode is worth your precious time. Today, we are going to be talking about the five love languages. So as a quick (laughs) reminder of what they are, they are physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time. So we're going to tell you about our love languages and how they've changed over time in our marriage.
0: We're also gonna talk to you about how children have love languages. And there's a quiz that you can have them take, or if they don't understand the quiz, then you can always just ask them to draw what good parents do.
1: Then make sure to visit alexistannerlane.com for a free resource on ways to help your kid feel loved in their love language. So I'll have that on there. Just It's really free, just quick download and you can show your kids you love them too.
0: The languages of love.
1: So today's topic, we're gonna be talking about the five love languages. So we, I mean, it is perfect timing that it's Valentine's Day, but this is actually something I've been thinking about for a while, because when Alan and I were first married, we took the love languages test, and I felt like, we've been married for 11 years, and I felt like maybe mine had changed. I wasn't sure if Alan's had, but I'm like, I feel like, because mine used to be quality time, I'm like, I feel like maybe it's different now. So we did a date night the other night and redid the love language test, and mine had changed. It's Spanish. That's my love language. <laughs>
0: there you
1: go. Crazy. It is crazy. Um, but I love it because you can go to fivelovelanguages.com and they have the quizzes on there. So it's really easy to do on your phone or computer or whatever and go through and it'll tell you what your love language is.
0: So in case you don't know, a little refresher, the five love languages are physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time. Um, and the power in them is in knowing each other's love language, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but we're gonna talk about in a minute how kids have love languages too. And I thought it was really interesting because I have a pretty good sense of Alexis's love language, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I would have guessed our kids, not to the extent that they were. So yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, once you know, you can then kind of remind yourself because how they like to be loved isn't necessarily how you like to show love, right? But as with all things in marriage and family, it's about sacrifice, it's about doing things for the other person, right? So you don't just love them the way that it's most natural, you love them in the way that they need the most.
1: Yep. So I was gonna talk about Alan's love language. So his number one is physical touch and then pretty closely it was quality time. Which I feel like that part changed. The quality time had like bumped up more than it used sure. to. And I do think because of our current life circumstances and with how many kids we have and stuff, I think that's kind of affected like how we need mm-hmm. love right now. Because I think we have, we're feeling good in some places and <laughs> feeling yeah. like we need more in other places.
0: Yeah. Some things stayed high, but other yeah. things shifted, I think, because of what we have a, a dearth of right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So with Alan's physical touch, um, I try, I mean, he works from home now, so it's gotten a lot easier um, because we see each other more frequently. But um, something that I do is try to touch him more throughout the day. And this is all like, this is non-sexual touching. And so like he likes it when I'm walking behind him and I just like put my hand on his back or if, you know, he's working upstairs and I can go up there and just like, I don't know, give him a hug or just touch his knee, even like if he's sitting next to me or something like
0: that. She's struggling because she struggles.
1: <laughs> it is harder for me um, to think of it because I don't, I think because kids are always touching me all the time. And so I don't have that like need for that kind of physical touch. Like I was telling Alan, like I really enjoy hugs you know, sometimes I just need like a big hug, you know, or I like to snuggle on the couch and stuff like that. I like that type of physical touch. But just the like walking by touching me, I'm like, I have kids doing that to me all day. So I don't think about doing that for Alan because I don't need it.
0: <laughs> when you pass her in the hall, she like pushes herself against the other wall.
1: <laughs> ah, don't touch me.
0: Please don't touch me.
1: But I was just listening to the three and thirty podcast today and she also um did an episode on uh love languages.
0: But we thought of it first.
1: Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> she she said she had talked to, uh, she had interviewed somebody on her podcast and they, she had talked about physical touch and that if you are, as a woman, if that's not your love language, but it is your husband's, instead of thinking of it like, oh, he's taking something from me, like, oh, no, I have to give him something. She said to kind of reframe your mindset and just think about how he's trying to care for you, you know, and that's how he expresses his love. So let him take care of you. And so that way it makes it so it's not like, you know, one more thing that you have to do. You know, it's, it's more of through love rather than having to give something. Does that make sense?
0: Are all guys physical touch?
1: I don't think all guys are. Or she said her husband wasn't. Um, But I feel like most men I know are, at least just the few. I guess um, we haven't talked to this to a lot of people, but the few couples that we've mentioned it, the man is physical touch. So that would be interesting. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Alexis's, on the other hand, are words of affirmation. And that did change.
1: Yeah. It used to be quality time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and that's why I thought, I'm like, I don't think it's quality time anymore. I feel like she doesn't
0: like to spend time with me. (laughs) I do.
1: (laughs) I just feel like I need more. Like, she would
0: just like me to send texts from the other room. You are great.
1: <laughs> no, that's not Have it. Have
0: fun in there. <laughs>
1: no. I don't know why. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Feels true. No, it's not true. But <laughs> words of affirmation, I do feel like I need that more right now. And that's how yeah. I feel loved is when people tell me things like that.
0: Yeah. I think that's true.
1: Yeah. So what are you doing for me?
0: Um... Nothing. <laughs> My love language is silence.
1: <laughs> silence.
0: No, I. Uh, I started tradition years ago. Well, we've done this for a long time, but we just, as we're falling asleep, we say something we love each other about each other from that day.
1: I think we've done this since the beginning of our marriage because one of Alan's mission companions did this, right? Yeah, and so he brought it into our marriage, and I was like, oh, this is fun. But I feel like over the years, I'm like, oh, I really like this a lot. Like I need this. Yeah,
0: it's nice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I forget.
1: I was like, we're not great. We used to be really good at
0: doing yeah, it, but. Every single day and we need to do it, but. Yeah, yeah sometimes nice. we forget.
1: Well, Alan falls asleep like that. So it's not like the first thing I say it's that easy. it's. It's not easy. In fact, most nights is like, hey, did you hear that? Did you hear why I love you? And you're like, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's not my love language, leave me alone. <laughs> So I do that. I used to be really good at leaving notes. There was a time in our marriage. I'm sure we've talked about this, but there was a time in our marriage where we hardly saw each other because I had to leave before she was awake. And so I would get up and write a little sticky note and hide it somewhere so she'd find it sometime throughout the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was really sweet and cute. Really sweet. And now we see each other all the time. It's like,
1: whatever. <laughs> now from home, so it's like... What's just, up, bro? You just had to tell me those things throughout the day. <laughs> so
0: like nice. I said, kids have love languages too.
1: They do. And I've always wondered... I thought I knew what my kids like love language languages were and I wish there was a quiz. It turns out there is one There's
0: a kid focused quiz.
1: So if you just go to that same five languages.com, there is a kid's quiz. And so, um, it's supposed to be for nine to 12 year olds. Um, we did it down to our six year old, our five year old couldn't quite get it, but mm-hmm. our six year old, he was able to answer all the questions and I felt like he was doing them correctly, but they suggest for, under nine years old to draw pictures of what good parents do. I said, if you just ask your kids, like, what do you think good parents do? And then they'll write down and then that's, they'll probably be telling you like what they like, yeah. you know? Um, so that's a better way to do it for kids who can't read or can't quite understand the questions, but we were able to do our three oldest kids.
0: And it was really interesting for our girls. It was words of affirmation. Yeah. They like to be, verbally validated i I think i did know that for chloe
1: i thought chloe was a gift person like she always likes little things and little gifts she gets super
0: excited about her birthday i was surprised that wasn't higher
1: yeah yeah it was slower on her list so i thought she liked receiving gifts but then when we did this turns out she liked words of affirmation better
0: yeah when you hear it it's like oh yeah she does like that but it's true she's a gift lover Mm mm-hmm And Cammie was too. And that was surprising. She note to self.
1: I thought she liked um, physical touch because she's the type of kid who will kind of like, like at church, she was leaning on me, you know, and she loves like big squeezes from Alan. Um, But she was also saying, I just need my personal space. So
0: there's a lot of people in our house.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it was just overwhelming.
0: (laughs) So we all have a little bit of overstimulation. (laughs) Nathan's was quality time. And followed closely by words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm-hmm. It's funny because he's just such a punk. I would have guessed his love language is like, stay away from me.
1: <laughs> no. Or he give like, me whatever I want. He, or, like, he has been more defiant lately. and That's been challenging. But maybe we just spend more time with him. I do think it's interesting though. Actually, most of our kids, their physical touch was 0%, which I feel like is unusual. Um, but I have read a lot of things that said that you should be like touching your kids. A quote that I got from a website that we'll put in the show notes. It says saying, I love you to your child is very important, but don't underestimate the power of physical touch has in reinforcing the loving bond with your child at every age, especially for teenagers that no longer come running, asking for it. They still need the physical reassurance. Same as adults. And this was Peg Sadie, who's a psychotherapist. Make the effort to hug them each and every day as much as possible. So I thought that, and I feel like I've heard that a lot. Like if you're talking to a child, like you should put your hand on their shoulder or give them hugs or give them high fives, like make an effort to be touching them. I think that helps them feel like safe and loved and comfort. And so I think even if that's not their love language, I think that's still important throughout their childhood to be doing that, you know.
0: Some of the to be fair in the quiz it says things like would you rather spend the day with your parents or get a kiss from your parents and it's like <laughs> like I was like we kiss our kids but like I feel like all of our kids are past the kiss on the lip thing and it just <laughs>
1: that's true it's like would you rather hear your parents say like i want to give you a kiss or hey let's go to the movies of course they're going to pick the movies like no kids don't want to. Yeah. I feel like our kids don't ask for kisses. Right. They usually like don't hugs. ask. They like hugs. I don't usually ask for them. I will kiss the top of their head.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I feel weird about parent-child kisses. <laughs> oh,
1: I kiss the top of their head when they go to sleep, and that's about it. Yes. My little kids, like lucy's still a little toddler. I'll kiss her cheeks, you know, and stuff like that. But
0: oh, yeah. eat her right up.
1: Yeah, but once they kind of pass that toddler stage, then I don't really. Do it's weird. Anymore. Yeah. But I am putting together a resource of ways for you to show love for your kids depending on what their love language is. And so I'm going to get that out this week. You can just find it on my website at alexistannerlane.com. It'll be free. Um, and I'm trying to get 10 different examples of how you can show love to your kids depending on what their love language is. So Check it
0: out. Check it out.
1: Yeah. So we encourage you to do it. That's
0: also from <laughs> Zoom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just a Zoom day. Shoot. It's
0: a good show.
1: <laughs> that Did you hear that? They're calling Gen Zers Zoomers is the new term. Different reason. <laughs> because of, yeah, because of Zoom online. Zoom calls. Calls, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming. Do you think not Zoomers. Zoom like fast?
0: That probably is why, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, because of the fast technology and stuff.
0: Probably just because it rhymes with boomers.
1: It's attention span. <laughs> Everyone's attention span is like two seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, so true. So once you do your... Uh, however you find it out, whether it's having them draw pictures or doing the quiz, love to hear what your kids love languages are. Are our kids the only ones that hate physical touch? Are we doing something wrong?
1: <laughs> Should Maybe. we get them checked? It's just like me. We're like, ah, oh, there's so many people and so many people touching me all the time. It's so like, I touching. don't need that.
0: <laughs> we're always sitting on each other. And it's very, not to complain. We have a decent sized house, but we definitely feel like we're up in each other's grill. I'm
1: trying to fit seven people on a couch in a love seat is, can be challenging, especially for kids who, like, want to be laying down and stuff. And, like, Nathan, he's like, can I sit by you? What he meant was, can I sit on you? Like, he was literally on top of me. <laughs> I was like, sure. Because that's all that was because I had another kid next to me, so he just sat, like, right on top of
0: me. 86% of our fights are over who gets to sit the closest to mom or dad.
1: Oh, we had that fight at church the other day. I was like, seriously? Just sit on the other side. Like, the other side of me was completely open, but they wouldn't move. Oh, it's such a all the time. battle.
0: And yet, they don't like physical touch.
1: They do. I think, yeah. So, I do think some of those questions were maybe worded funny. So, take it for what it is. But
0: it's still valuable. I'm still glad we did it. And I I thought it was helpful. So, give it a try.
1: And make sure to head to Alexis Sanderlane on Instagram and let us know what your kids' love languages are.
0: Goodbye. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Alexis, as always, thanks for your great research.
1: And Alan, thanks for your amazing edging skills.
0: You can follow us on Instagram at Alexis Tanner Lane or tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner.
1: And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast.
0: And give us a rating. That's how people find out about our podcast. And as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.
1: What's your Zoom goodbye? What did they say? Nothing? I don't know. How did they end the show?
0: Probably a song. Triple WZ. Oh,
1: I was hoping they had like some term, you know?
0: Nope. Zoom out.